Welcome to this episode of the Safety Cast. Today, Ryan Tinker is joined by Assistant State Inspector Andrew Komisarchuk to discuss formwork. Thanks again for joining us, everyone. In this episode of the Safety Cast, we'll be discussing formwork and the SafeWork New South Wales initiatives in this space. I'm joined today by my guest, Assistant State Inspector Andrew Komisarchuk from our construction services team. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, formwork failures. Uh, that occur on site can often be catastrophic, resulting in serious injury or even death. During 2018-19, there were more than 250 incidents in New South Wales involving form workers, with over 50% resulting in serious injury. SafeWork New South Wales continues to target form work safety on construction sites throughout 2021, with our inspectors attending work sites and talking with employees and employers uh, to ensure compliance. Firstly, Andrew, what are the legal responsibilities for businesses and employees for managing the hazards and risks associated with formwork on site? Well, Ryan, like every business, they have the same responsibilities as every business. Formwork is no different. So your PCBUs um, have to obviously identify and manage any risk associated with the work that they, they undertake. Um, so we've obviously got duties for the business itself. Um, and their officers and also the workers as well. Um, what we need to really be looking at in formwork though, and one of the big things that we've actually found across industry is understanding shared responsibilities and shared duties. So the same, obviously the same duty can apply to a principal contractor and a form worker at the same time. Yep. Um, so you know, a lot of times we get people giving a bit of pushback saying, oh, he's meant to do that, it's not my problem. Yep. Um, so, like always, it's, it's important that everyone involved in a process um, manages risk, health, health and safety risks together and across the board. Across the board, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, how can businesses and workers identify and manage these risks that are associated? I think I think the key thing that we've we've learned with the former code of practice um, and what it highlighted through the initial consultation phases was the lack of planning that was going into formwork. Yep. Um, so it's a big focus for the code of practice is obviously on the, the planning and preparation for formwork. Um, so when you properly plan out any job that you're going to do, you, you need to obviously think about each job task and then the hazards associated with the job task in a suitable control. So much like developing a swims, which we would normally hope to see for formwork, yep. um, they should be looking at their job tasks, identifying the risks such as falls and identifying how they're going to control that before they even get started. Yep. And even designing out that risk in those planning phases. Um, it's it's a, yeah, so the, the design element yeah. is really something that we're focusing quite heavily on moving okay. forward. All right. Um, and what are our expectations, safely in New South Wales, as a regulator in this space? What do we expect to see on site? Thanks, Ryan. Uh, SafeWork New South Wales expects a few things when it comes to formwork. Uh, we expect that the formwork is designed prior to being erected and that the design is documented. Yep. Um, we expect that the designs are going to be supported by sufficient calculations and assessment and testing from the competent person who actually did the design. Um, the design needs to adequately consider how the formal structure will be erected and safe, erected safely and dismantled safely. So a lot of actual thought going into the sequences of work and the processes. Um, we expect that there'll be sufficiently detailed information provided or available on site, so we're not too concerned about the hard copy versus soft copy, um, but that'll allow the form workers to actually 
erect and dismantle as per the design. Yeah, and it's effective and they're across it. It's yeah, it's, it's about that understanding. You know, it's no good having the having the documentation in a site office that no one's read or back at, back at the designer's office even worse. Um, you know, we also expect that when a design needs to be modified, obviously that will come up as part of format. At some point, you're going to have to review modify it. or review yeah. just because something's changed. Yeah. That, that modification is, again, done by a competent person, it's documented and it, it is supported by the calculation and assessment um, to go through. Yeah. Um, we also expect that once the formwork has been erected, um, it is inspected for conformance to the design. So, and that's prior to being loaded. And when we're talking about loaded, I want to just be very, very clear that we're talking about any load onto that structure. So that's, you know, additional staff or different trades coming through, that still fixes, not just the concrete, because yeah. I think a lot of the industry sort of perception is that that formwork's not actually being loaded until we're pouring concrete on it. And that's that's obviously not the case, all right? Um, and obviously, once that inspection is done, it's it's signed off as well, okay? Um, so I think those are the real key focuses that we're looking on in that planning and preparation point. And keeping, you know, all the relevant parties informed and then that level of consultation is occurring. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot of moving pieces in formwork that yeah. generally don't get considered. Um, For sure. And it's, it's important that, you know, the principal, the formwork contractor, the steel fixing contractor, if they're not working for the formworker, yep. and also the concrete is that they're all on the same page and they all know what they're looking for. Okay. So can we explain to our listeners the types of incidents that arise from unsafe formwork practices? Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, look, incidents that typically come out of um, unsafe formwork practices primarily is, is falls. Yep. Uh, falls either from the edge of unprotected formwork or through penetrations that haven't been adequately protected or guarded. Um, we also have, you know, there's a lot of risk there for um, potential structural collapse, primarily at interfaces between um, formwork and existing structures or where you've got a um, interface between uh, conventional formwork, so you know, standard H-frames with timbers or a proprietary system. Um, again, a lot of these issues that we've seen in the past come back to um, inappropriate planning and preparation. Okay. Now, what are some of the benefits to businesses when formwork is managed effectively on the other end of the scale? Look, the primary benefits for effectively management is is speed and cost efficiency. Yep. So if you do it correctly the first time, you only have to do it once. Yeah, it's going to be more efficient, which means people are going to run to program. You're going to get a good reputation. You're not going to have us out there on the job to say, telling you to stop and delaying the program. Um, so, yeah, those are probably the, the key ones to take away. Okay. Andrew, do you have some tips on how businesses can ensure safe formal practices throughout the construction project along the way? Yep. I think, Ryan, the big thing is going to be, again, and I know it sounds like I've probably been harping on it, but it's that prior preparation and, and the planning elements that go into the design, because the design requires the planning for safe erection methodology and dismantling methodology. So, obviously, when you've got the design done appropriately up front, everyone understands what they need to do to do it safely. And then I think another obvious key element is ensuring that you've got effective supervision of your workers to ensure that they're they're following those processes and the people that you've put in a supervisory position are actually empowered to take action when things aren't being done correctly. You know, um, I think a big thing uh, that you and I could probably agree on is that supervisors need to realise they're there to supervise a task. They're not there to be friends with the other workers. They're, they're there to do a task and you know, it's, they're putting their name to it at the end of the day. 
Um, so where can listeners find out more about the recently uh, released Formwork Code of Practice? So obviously we've got this wonderful podcast that you yes. and I are doing at the moment. Uh, they can also jump onto the Safe Work New South Wales website and look at the Formwork subpage, which has obviously some key information around Formwork and Formwork practices, as well as the Code of Practice um, that's been released recently as well. Excellent. Um, and is there anywhere the listeners can gather any additional information and resources? Yep, so obviously there is the there is an industry association for Formwork who are providing resources out there to the to their members. Um, you've got SafeWork Australia as well who also have some really good guidance material available on their website. Um, also, there's our YouTube channel uh, for SafeWork that does also have some, some really good uh, quick videos on, on safe formworking practices and managing falls in, in formwork. Okay. All right, well, thanks for tuning into the Safety Cast and a very special thanks to my colleague and guest assistant, State Inspector Andrew Komisarcha, uh, for sharing his insights today regarding safe formwork practices. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Safety Cast. For more information on this topic, visit our website www.safework.nsw.gov.au or phone 13 10 50. And if you see an issue out on site, please call 13 10 50 or use the Speak Up app. Please share this recording with your industry colleagues and keep an eye out for future recordings. 